Hola, mi amigo. Hola, uh, room service. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Mr. Ty, we have the room service. Oh, gracias, gracias. Velo uh, <laughs> and uh, what's cuatro minuto? I don't uh-huh. know. How long is this episode? 40 minutes? Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a cuatro in inches. <laughs> seis, seis, uh, seis. <laughs> no, no, doze inches, doze. <laughs> What's foot long? Pied long or some shit? I don't know. I'm so bad at Spanish. I, I every time I I talk to somebody here, they like laugh at me, <laughs> and then I've been called a gringo <laughs> to my face a few times. Really. Yeah, they're like gringo. <laughs> yes, see. <laughs> yes, that's right. I have higher net worth than you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gringo wow, is so a, they, they uh, just keep like that. No, no, it's <laughs> endearing. <laughs> wow. So you came up to them and you were like, yo, let me get a veggie taco, poppy. And he's like, and he's like, oh, you fucking white boy, you want the veggie? Mm-hmm. You gotta eat uh, polio like the like the local polio, <laughs> polo, pollo, pollo. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> polio. That's a disease. <laughs> Dude, if you're not careful around that water, that lettuce water, you might get polio. It's not a yeah, question for you. It's be it's like a really rough week. I think I'm coming home with a very sunburnt back. It's uh, maybe a bit of hepatitis A. Oh, no, did uh, <laughs> did you go into the pool with uh, some fat Americans who had like clipped their toenails a little too short and spread their disease? Why is it there's always disease under the toenail? <laughs> That's well, they say like your under your fingernails is like the dirtiest place, uh, maybe on earth, Ty. <laughs> I'm drawing an interesting parallel here, Eric. If you think about if if the foot long is the foot. The end of the bread is the toe, and uh-huh. just like under the toenail, you look under the bread, the tip of your foot long, nothing but just a goopy, saucy mess. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when you start to pinch it, like on the sides, and you don't like mm-hmm. grip it with your whole hand. You just kind of pinch it to minimize like finger, like surface coverage, you know? Oh yeah, I put like three fingers on the bench when I hit the tip. Because <laughs> you, you just want to put your best men in there, you know? The thumb mm-hmm. and the forefinger, maybe, at yeah. most. Yeah. Oftentimes, I'll we'll sub in the pinky. It's like a pinky oh. and thumb double team. Uh, because, you know, I got to reserve my index finger for my iPhone 13 Pro Max, you know? That's a good point. You need uh, a couple for swiping and a few for sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So Ty, like tell that. me about tell me about your little uh, Mexico trip. You just got there from LA a couple nights ago, I believe. We missed that whole episode because mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. in transit. Hopefully, you know, I was like a little bit worried about you actually. I thought you might have been captured by captured from the cartel. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we got a few DMs asking where the hell is Ty? Is he okay? Like, mm-hmm. is this like a real life episode of Narcos? <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. I didn't mean to worry any of you or the breadheads. It's it's just been a bit of a whirlwind. There's no sense of time here. There's a few things that don't exist in Mexico, Eric. COVID, <laughs> time, mm-hmm. seat belts, protected sex, protected sex, <laughs> good French fries. Um, 
the list goes on and on, but time was the one I wanted to highlight with you. I, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. There's no clocks here. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hot all the time. So I can't get a sense mm-hmm. of when, what time mm-hmm. of day it is. So I apologize yeah, for that. The clock just says happy hour. And that's mm-hmm. all the information you get. Um, and it's always happy hour there because you're on vacation, high, And that's how it should be. That is how it should be, Eric. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It took me about four days to track down a taco here. The, four uh, days in Mexico to track down a taco. How is that possible? Yeah. Are you staying at well, the? Are you staying at like some whitewashed rest like resort or what? For some reason, resorts always want to offer you an international dining experience when you're really <laughs> looking to dabble in the local cuisine. So they'll mm-hmm. be like, "Do you?" They'll they'll offer you something from every country. They like you get fettuccine before you can find a taco here. Yeah, and that's a great point. That's what I do like appreciate about uh, Subway is that it no matter where you go, you can like cater your meal to the to the environment. So if I go to a mm-hmm. Subway in Mexico, which I might do, I don't know. I feel like there might be hepatitis A in that lettuce. <laughs> But I, I there's anything we've that... learned, Ty, is to stay yeah. away from lettuce as much as you can. <laughs> in general, in any leafy greens now. <laughs> yeah, really. Anything but that gets like like washed. Yeah, exactly. Just you don't want to wash any vegetables, contrary to what your mother told you. Like, don't exactly don't wash your fruits and vegetables here. The pesticides are what's going to protect you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. So you, see, see. So you track down a taco and. How was it? Was it a all inclusive taco, or was it mm-hmm. from the buffet? Was it was it served to you a la room service, or I, what, I, what I tracked it down at the, at, the, at the beach bar, Eric. That's where you're gonna find a taco here, La Playita. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's exactly so, where you're gonna find some like stomach bug, also. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you got sand blowing into the the grill. Mm-hmm. A little bit of water. When I was in Mexico, I ordered room service probably every single night because mm-hmm. it was free. You know, I, mm-hmm. I lived in excess and it was just a great, you know, break from life. Mm-hmm. Um, but they only had like cheese and crackers and like some like one or two types of sandwiches and like like soup or something <laughs> via room service. What's mm. the room service offering like at the uh, at the Ritz Carlton? Thank <laughs> you. We got a pretty expansive in-room dining <laughs> set here. It, it really appeals to the vegan diet as well. But you can get everything from spaghetti vongole to oh, like no. muesli. I don't know. You got you get <laughs> cornflakes delivered to the room. You know, and it's oh uh, it's quite the the mix. And it's honestly, it's all pretty good. The food here is pretty good. Nice. I like to hear it. Uh, um, the challenge with the vegetarian diet here, though, is the only offering they have in most cases is like a cauliflower they'll like just do cauliflower right so i've eaten (laughs) cauliflower for like seven meals already i'm so sick of cauliflower last (laughs) night for dinner the restaurant i went to the only vegetarian option was called cauliflower served many ways (laughs) oh wow that was literally the name on the menu and so i ordered it and sure enough it was like seven different ways to like make cauliflower so i um, (laughs) am overdosing eric <laughs> so they really just like didn't give you an option they just gave you all of it like they gave you yeah. every way to make a cauliflower yeah they pureed it they riced it they chunked it up they fried it 
Tour de Tour de Garden, I guess. Wow, you're a Kauly King, dude. That sounds like unbelievable. Please. Was there any buffalo uh, cauliflower offering, or no? No, no. The only sauce they have here, Eric, is pico de gallo. <laughs> <laughs> and they did, but they weren't even courteous enough, courteous enough to add that. But I bet you, you can find wow. some pico at the at the subway. Wow. Hey, I got I to tell so. you, I did. I haven't been to a subway yet, Eric, but I drove past one in Playa del Carmen, and really. Yeah, are you and, close to like the town? Like, are you like able to like walk out and explore? You know, all the offerings of the local Mexican town. No, I'm in a Mayan oasis, about ten or fifteen minute drive outside of the city center. Mm, completely, okay. completely locked down security wise. I go through like seven gates to get in. Like, everyone asks yeah. me my name. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I venture right. out. I venture out and dabble with the local culture from time to time. And okay. I see things like uh, Forever Twenty One, and <laughs> uh, what else mm-hmm. did I see? There's, they got. I, oh, last the other night I was in downtown Playa del Carmen. And I really wanted an affogato, right? <laughs> but I do. couldn't find one, as I do. Uh, but then I saw a Hagen Dawes because they only have American chain brands here downtown Playa mm-hmm. del Carmen. So mm-hmm. I went into the Hagen Dawes. I bought some ice cream. And then I went mm-hmm. across the street to the Starbucks and I bought some espresso. And then I made my own affogato on the streets of Playa del Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I was literally about to suggest doing the same thing, but you know, you're at an all-inclusive, right? You can just go walk down the hall, get a free scoop of ice cream and walk another mm-hmm. 15 steps, probably to a different like little stand, get a free mm-hmm. shot of espresso and then do make it, you know, on site. Like do you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you really feel like uh, that Starbucks espresso was worth the like fifteen pesos? No, probably not. But <laughs> um, actually, funny story. I was I met this Brazilian man, and I was spending some time with him, hanging out. And he, I call him the king of coffee. He, his family uh, supplies Starbucks with coffee beans. So when I was ordering my espresso, he uh, gets me to order his family's blend. <laughs> Oh, he was wow. with me. Yeah, yeah. So I got to try his family's blend. And he and taught me how to... Pike Place? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I think you got swindled, dude, to be honest. Yeah, this does sound like something made up, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like, <laughs> sounds like somebody, some Brazilian guy was like, oh my god, this tourist does not know where he is right now. Let, let me just fuck <laughs> with him. Wow. It's my, it's my family. So my familia. Me familia. We make the we make the coffee for a Starbucks. You know a Starbucks, right? So wait, hold on. Sorry. Did you pay this man for coffee, or, or no, did no, you hand he, the money to a Starbucks barista? I know he's legit because he uh, he's on the resort with me. It's, it's not just a random <laughs> play Del Carmen slums, but mm, was he wearing a name tag? <laughs> no name tag, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I I vetted him. Don't worry, I vetted. Mm-hmm. Had my people uh, give him a, a pat down and everything, but uh, yeah, he taught me how to taste coffee, Eric. I never really thought about tasting coffee. I was all the only thing I realized I care about with coffee is the interior design of the coffee shop, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and the ratio of MacBooks to like Asus. Yeah, exactly. Then, like, whether or not they're playing uh, the Aphex Twin Remix or, like, cool jazz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. 
so much like you know the, the Aesop guide to fragrance, there is you know a top note, right? Hola. There's a base note. Uh, no, <laughs> Sorry, oh, I just had someone. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, did you just hear that interaction? Oh, I just heard a note. No, I'm not good. They wanted to. Uh, Add some more beer to my beer cart here, but you said no. Full. I got a full a full tank here. I can't keep up with their supply. Wow! So did they just bust through the door, or did you? Like <laughs> I, I just heard the faintest knock ever. Uh, like on the foreground of my ear was your nasally voice. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but then I don't know either. I heard the faintest knock, and then. <laughs> Uh, a man with an entire like box of different Mexican beers said, the room service. <laughs> oh, room service. <laughs> Apologies for interrupting you. What were you talking about? Um, this is more interesting, actually, Ty. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so hold on a second. Hold on a second. When you, when you like uh, interact with these people, so, okay, do you like call them constantly? Because I, me and Bay, when we were in Mexico, we, I was on the phone with room service more often than I was talking to my girlfriend. You know, I was like asking them for like 15 bottles of water. I was sending mm-hmm. water to other rooms. I was like, hey, send it to room 305, which is the in-laws, you know, make sure they're mm-hmm. hydrated. I was just checking up on everybody, much like Drake, you know, when he's mm-hmm. like sending, a, sending like a chef salad to, you know, dorm number five on his compound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That little like care that. package. Yeah, exactly. You know, you gotta make sure the house guests are you know hydrated and fed. Yeah, um, everyone's taking care the, of. Not, I love the, the idea of there? snack bombing other people <laughs> around the resort. I do have many a friend and familia around here. I I didn't get the uh, the bougiest room here, but I know some people who did, and they their room comes with a butler. Oh, shit. which seems like pretty antiquated, but also like kind of funny because it's like. There's a weird line between, like, I don't know. There's, like, a weird power dynamic, like, the white man power dynamic with a butler here that I don't – makes me uncomfortable. Mm, <laughs> yeah, you want your privilege to be invisible, right? Like, you just yeah, want to, yeah. like, <laughs> like, secretly use it. And, like, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not even aware of it, you know? You don't want it to be, like, too present in the room. You don't want it to be that yeah. in the room. It doesn't feel like a vacation to be, like – so visibly a transparent the the privilege I've experienced. I'd rather it be more systematic, you know, more nuanced. <laughs> You'd rather it be from the top down. Yeah, it's hurting my ability to relax. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Wow, but Ty, you you know you can change that. Um, you can shift the paradigm, Ty. You can you can create your own little vibe shift in the in the cheapest room at the at the Ritz. You know, you can yeah, yeah. start leaving a few dollars here and there just as a nice little Easter egg. Like, <laughs> like you can like put it in like a pile of your dirty laundry or something, and like see if they'll touch it, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good idea. <laughs> uh, I do leave a dollar here or there just to make sure that they don't I don't know, shit in my bed or anything <laughs> yeah, they don't pull an amber herd and take a dump in your bed exactly Wow. and just to show that I'm a compassionate human being that is aware of the struggles of the, uh, I think the minimum wage here is oh, single digit so uh, I, I empathize day, right? with the struggle per day, yeah, I don't, I yeah. don't really know, I don't I'm not a math yeah. guy. 
been tra- yeah. translating pesos to USD and then USD to Canadian dollar every every time I go off off resort is mm-hmm. feels like a full time job, Eric. Mm-hmm. I remember when I went, I didn't step a single foot like outside of the resort walls of my <laughs> my comfortable little oasis type. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I had to like think for myself and you know make sure I was safe, I, I just I just realized it's not worth it. Like. I already paid to, you know, live in this little cocoon of shelter uh, mm-hmm. where I have things just handed to me for free, like endless drinks that I just leave on a random table and like walk away, things like that. Um, I realized it was just, you know, better for me to like stay safe and stay indoors uh, mm-hmm. on the resort property. Yeah, they, they kind of make a little, it's almost like a little Disneyland, you know, they just like build <laughs> a compound and. They give you everything. You, it truly is all inclusive if you think about it's, it. Yeah, it's like the little, it's like the Vatican City or something. Like it's like a little yeah. city state operating within, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a drug run country. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm the wow. pope, baby. And he's the fucking pope. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pope in this place. He's a fucking sandwich uh, pope. Uh, oh. Hey, yeah. So, you know, you managed to, you know, consume some lettuce unscathed. Okay, mm-hmm. you managed to evade the. Mexican cartel, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. it, it it sounds like you got snuffed at the door at Nobu in Malibu. What what was the story there? What happened uh, <laughs> in LA? Did you make it to you know the table or or were you kicked out by Skeet? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Skeet was watching the door. No, I I did do a drive by. I sent you a Snapchat, Eric, of the uh, a Nobu, and actually mm-hmm. it was in Lido Village in Newport Beach. It wasn't even the. Uh, wasn't even the good one, but oh. I, I was in the neighborhood, so I thought I'd throw you a photo, but I had no intentions to dine that evening there. I had dinner plans elsewhere. And I know oh. what you're thinking. You're thinking, why wouldn't you cancel dinner plans and take advantage of that um, excellent proximity <laughs> to Anobu? But I I don't know. I'm a man of my word, I guess. I, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a committed like, man. Uh, I mean, that makes sense, Ty, but why would you... Like I'm on your I'm on your side actually with this one. Why would you fly to LA to, to dine at Nobu in Newport Beach? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, it just seems like wrong to me. Like you should be going yeah, to yeah. The, the Malibu location or like you know, I wouldn't even go to the downtown LA one. No. So I get that. Right I get that. So I think I made the right choice too. And that's what I thought about. I thought like, okay, I see a table at the bar open right now. Do I jump sure. on this? But I don't want to blow that load of load of lettuce, and not and not get to see Robert Pattinson's bullshit. I know it's a waste. It's a waste of like a three hundred dollar piece of cod, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Wow. Ah. Right, tell me, uh, tell me a bit more about this Mexican adventure of yours. What's what's on the menu? Like, are you, you know, you are you all tapped out of cauliflower? Or do they have anything else? Are you just fasting <laughs> no, for the rest of it? Dude, it's all cauliflower <laughs> all day. They they're trying to mix it up for me though. I got, I got this one dish. It, the cauliflower they had used some sort of spice to turn it completely black, like a squiddy kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. So even though they're they're trying to make, they're hiding the cauliflower now for me. <laughs> yeah, they're like but, this. This guy's triggered by our cauliflower. Let's like make sure he doesn't see it on the menu. Mm-hmm. The challenge with um these types of places though is you get so sick of the food so quickly so by day five all you want to do is just eat like papaya and pineapple and 
no mm-hmm. no like no no more prepared food like i yeah. could never i couldn't eat another omelet <laughs> oh man do they do they have the omelet bar there as well or is that you know they got the omelet bar baby that every resort on earth yeah. has an omelet bar it's de facto Dude, the omelet bar was fucking amazing bro have you been like hitting that every morning or what no i actually hate omelets eric what? i because when i was a kid i would do the all-inclusive thing with the rents and I ate so many omelets at the omelet bar at all-inclusive resorts, not unlike this one, mm-hmm. that I I developed a, a very distaste for omelets. I don't. Oh, I don't no. The closest I've gotten to an omelet since my childhood trauma was the egg salad sandwich at Subway, and that reinvigorated <laughs> the trauma. Yeah, <laughs> that, that only it. dug the hole deeper. It did, yeah. So <laughs> the omelet bar oh, is a no go for for me. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, no gracias. No gracias. Um, I mean, Ty, it is 2022. <laughs> and, you know, omelets have changed, you know, in the last, you know, two decades. So I think you should just give it a shot, man. I think you should just like load it with cheese, load it with some pico de gallo, maybe some mm-hmm. spicy jalapenos. It's mm-hmm. basically the subway of all inclusives. Mm-hmm. And I think you should just give it a shot. Maybe split it with, with bay. And just have a bite or something like that. I think you should just That's try. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Much like think of it uh, as Subway. <laughs> how? If I think of anything as Subway, I guess it makes it better. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, maybe it's, it's Subway. Time for... Like I, I knew, I knew what I signed up for. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of the omelet bar. It's at least you get a say in how it's made. Exactly. <laughs> really, the entire all-inclusive experience is just the Subway model at scale because. <laughs> Just like the uh, homemade affogato earlier, you can kind of like all the ingredients are free. It's just your job to compile them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like uh, the buffet style dining option is like you go in, you kind of like do a quick skim of everything. You like do a quick lap, maybe two laps. You uh, mm-hmm. scope out where like like the you know more experienced chefs are maybe you know people mm-hmm. who are wearing like the taller like white hats mm-hmm, like, okay, mm-hmm. i'm gonna go over here this guy looks like he knows what he's doing and mm-hmm. uh yeah you flex a little bit of spanish and you're like hey papi let me get a little chopped cheese you know and then mm-hmm. uh and then he blesses you with uh you know a nice little omelet or or what have you um mm-hmm. but yeah you, you're you know you just gotta scope out the most expensive food and load up your plate with that and you're living, buddy. And then by day nine, you're gonna be, you're gonna, you're gonna fit into a groove. You're gonna know exactly what the best shit is, and you're just gonna be eating that all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I do find that there. It's I felt the same way in the early days of really exploring Subway's menu, but uh, with the all inclusive, you you start very timid. You know, you just get kind of what you know. You're getting the cold cut of the all inclusive. You're ordering on menu. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. not really deviating. You're not going to the weird stations that have like vats mm-hmm. full of like lobster bisque or whatever. You're like, oh, stay away from the soups. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but then by day yeah. five, you uh, become a bit more of an expert in the space. You're willing to take risks, try new things. Mm-hmm. The farther Absolutely. into your vacation, the more the more likely you're uh, allowing yourself the risk of sickness. Exactly. I don't want to get sick on day one, but you know two days before I fly, like, let's, uh, let's experiment with the seafood, you know, like, uh, (laughs) the seafood section can be intimidating, much like at Subway, but by day, like, nine or ten, you know, you're, like, 
fuck it. Like, it is what it is, you know? Destiny is not in my control. Mm-hmm, yeah, you get crazy thoughts. You're like, maybe I will uh, drizzle a little bit of queso on this full trout, you know? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll dip a slice of the tomahawk steak in some clam chowder and see what happens. Exactly. This tilapia is undercooked, but fuck it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll eat the tamale skin. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing, Ty. You know, all this talk about Subway, I actually went uh, recently back to the you old went way. To Subway. I went to oh, Subway. Wow. I down memory lane. Yeah, I think I was just memory missing you. Way. You know, I mm-hmm. hadn't heard from you in a couple of days, and I was just mm-hmm. like, man, I miss Ty. I'm just going to go, like... <laughs> Sit inside Subway and wallow in my tears and just think about my 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 twin. You're searching for a sign, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly, searching for a Subway sign. And um, Ty, I gotta tell you, there's like some weird shit going on at Subway now. It's okay. ever changing, man, and it's it's not changing for the better, unfortunately. It's Darwinian. It just evolves. It doesn't necessarily evolve <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I, tell I me about in. these changes. Yeah. Yeah, so I walked in, Ty, and, like, taking the place of, like, where, like, the usual, like, bread selection area is, is this, like, large 3D tower of, like, a menu. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a freestanding menu that's, like, no. highlighting, like, a few sandwiches. And I'm, like, looking at this thing, and I'm looking up at the sign, and I'm, like, trying to cross-reference. I'm, like, are these, like, on there, too? And I'm, like, what's going on? And I'm just, like immediately like thrown off because like they've also changed the name of a few subs there's like the canadian club or some shit and Mm -hmm. and my my fat ass thought this was the bmt (laughs) because it looked like it it had like a bunch of like cold cuts and i'm like okay that looks that looks like kind of what the bmt is and i went ahead and ordered it um she this nice young lady like started making my sandwich and i noticed there was no salami on it and i was like wait a second she, they, she actually took it out of the toaster before Holy I shit. noticed uh, there was no salami on it. I'm like, wait, well, hold on a second. I'm like, where's the salami? <laughs> wow. So, and then she's like, oh, that's the BMT. This is the Canadian Classic Club. I'm like, what? No. And so Ty, I retroactively added some salami. And then um, she warned me. She, I was like, can we just like throw it back in the toaster? And she's like, and she warned me. She said, if you put this back in the toaster, you won't be able to eat it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is that kind of warning? Dude, I know. I was like, I literally had to clarify. I was like, I can't eat this. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be too toasted. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's like, I was looking at the bread. I was like, it's not even like really toasted. It's like still like pretty white. And I'm like, come on. Like, I'm like, I don't mind a little double toast action. And she's like, okay. Like, I warned you. I'm like what? I'm like, what's, <laughs> like what's going on here? Uh, and then you know she puts a salami on and then throws it in the toaster and it comes out and it's like looks like perfect. I'm like this is great. <laughs> like thank you. Okay. She's like warning me about toasting it. I'm like I was so worried, but I don't know. I just went with my gut tie and I think it paid off in the end because I got my uh, I got my stuff. Dude, yeah, that's a a whirlwind, a roller coaster. Yeah. Once dude. again. Our sandwich artists, we learned that sandwiches are qualified to be a director of oh. that sandwich. 
No, absolutely Dude. not. Um, so that was my order. Um, and then Bay, Bay got a little sidekick, which is basically the like the Mighty Melt back in the day. They made it even smaller, mm. and it's like a little like little bun, little, little, nice little, little micro bun. dick of a sandwich. Yeah, a little micro micro Sammy. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that thing was hilarious to watch her try to like fit any vegetable on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably caps out at like two veg. It's got like a l- smaller engine, you know, a little less horsepower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the thing's turbo powered, but it's uh, you know, it's got no space. It's like a little Mini Cooper. It's got like mm-hmm. it's like kind of fit. Oh, I was thinking a Mini as smart. well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything immediately like was overflowing on off the sides. Um, mm-hmm. but it was nice when she put like a single tomato slice and it fit perfectly within the walls of the sandwich. Ooh, that's satisfying. It was satisfying. Um, with how, and then she with like how much pressed rest, it yeah. down. <laughs> Squish. <laughs> Squished it. Yeah. You got to do that though. Cause you got to keep everything in with how much runoff you probably get on all sides, 360 degree runoff of vegetables and sauce. You're basically mm-hmm. just ordering a little salad. With like a dinner roll on the side, it basically it was kind of like a little slider. Actually, now that I think about it, mm. do they put a little toothpick in the middle? Little little toothpick to hold it together? No, but that would be like way better. Why don't they do it even with the footlong? Mm-hmm. Footlong deserves a big toothpick, but a toothpick yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, like skewer it up, you know. Yeah, um, that, that feels very artisanal. Yeah. But yeah, Ty, the sandwich is pretty good. I had a little tummy ache afterwards, but we knew we knew that. What, what <laughs> that can you expect from Quattro meat, Eric? Yeah, exactly. I had to go with Quattro meat, triple sauce, all the spicy add-ons. Shit. Um, and I even got a bag of chips and a s'more cookie. Wow. <laughs> um, I was at a low a, point. Yeah, dude, that's a stomach ache splurge. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like with the, your your meat ordering dilemma, Eric. First of all, I'm sorry to hear that happen to you. <laughs> I send okay. my condolences. I think <laughs> the problem is ultimately that all of the meat at Subway looks the same, and we shouldn't be relying on our eyes to make decisions about what sandwich to order. We should mm-hmm. be using our uh, more evolved Subway sense, which is the nostrils and. What I'm imagining is a bit more of a different meat selection experience. I was in uh, the Byrito store in Silver Lake (laughs) (laughs) last week. And um, how they arranged all their candles is they put each candle in a, like a glass case, like a vase almost sealed it in. And then you just lift up the vase and you smell the vase. You don't even smell the candle directly because the scent kind of infuses with the glass. You're, you're no stranger to this. This is any perfumery I'll, Going to take on this, this mm-hmm. uh, kind of setup. I know. Only an idiot would lift the vase up and then grab the candle itself and stick their big nose in it. Yeah, dude, you do that. You see all the staff members in the store just like their eyes go wide. Like, what the hell did you just do? You just touched the candle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know. do that. You always just sniff the glass. But that's yeah, what I exactly. want to see with the meat. I want to see just a couple pieces of salami or the the composition of the salami and the ham and the uh, whatever mm-hmm. the turkey breast you know little mm-hmm. vase it would be pretty as well it looked like a boulangerie mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. i totally agree um 
even like the two-dimensional images can, can throw you off you know like mm-hmm. like i only got like a sliver of like what meat was in there i, I can't even like see what it is like it's all the image is like 80 percent bun like how am i supposed to make a decision based on that um you know and it made me think about those like japanese restaurants where they have like the little like clay version of the food like on the window display mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like i'll do you one better like what if i could just like pick up like a like a play version of the sandwich you know get a feel for it and then, <laughs> and then order based on that maybe give it a little sniff they could probably like infuse some scent into it as well i love that you can disassemble it and take a look at the meats it's your little own little mr potato bread <laughs> yeah i know i know yeah, i love that little motion of like flipping the butt over and like taking a peek under the salami and seeing what's under there like like that animation is like Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I think it's uh, really tactile really and it, yeah, it's satisfying. It brings you closer to what you're about to eat. You know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. animals play with their food usually before they eat it. Mm-hmm. You see, you see a cat bat around, battered around a little bit or whatnot. Exactly. That's kind of the same thing. You're just flipping through the the, the ingredients, but yeah, I do I'm think you're through the, the pages of this uh, Stephen King novel. Yeah, dude, this is your Bible. <laughs> this this. The BMT is the New Testament, baby. <laughs> uh, the BMT stands for Bible Meat Test- Testament. <laughs> Damn, you're good with acronyms. Never misses. <laughs> okay, so I do think, though, the essence of this conversation, Eric, is that meat selection is inherently problematic. And I think the problem is rooted in them not actually showing you the meat that's in the sandwich. They show you the whole sandwich with a vegetable combination you're probably not going to order, maybe even on a bread you're not going to order. Just strip away the nonsense, focus on the mm-hmm. essence, get straight to that salami, that, that pepperoni. That's exactly. what's going to, that's the factor that influences the decision. Not whether or not there's a like perfectly placed tomato above it or not. Mm-hmm. Show me your meat already. Yeah, show the meat. Don't be afraid. Don't show be shy. Meat. Yeah, come on, <laughs> show the meat. Like, just show me the meat, okay? Show me the meat. I want every sales artist out there to just show me their meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walk in the subway, I want a meat show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I came here for a dinner and a show, and I'm fucking starving, <laughs> buddy. Oh, yeah. So if you want me to feast with my eyes, give me a meat show. I think that's the rule here. Otherwise, <laughs> no. appeal to my other senses. Yeah, exactly. Let me touch the meat. You know, Let me sniff it. Let me just like get a feel for how the meat is, and then, mm-hmm. then I'll tell you if I want your meat. Yeah, I, I want the meat to be vulnerable with me. Let me explore it a little bit. Exactly. Let me sing to it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, speaking of a meat show, Eric, I have a major sunburn on my back, and <laughs> I'm afraid to go outside into the 32-degree Mexican sun right now. I oh, When no. I got here, I looked like a Subway tomato, like a, a little bit, bit of pink, but mostly white. And now oh, I look no. like a Whole Foods heirloom. Oh no, you're sitting pretty on that like king size bed right now, like re- ready to be picked. <laughs> yeah, dude, pluck <laughs> me up and take me back to North America. <laughs> take me back to the cold. Wow. Shit me to the cold, yeah. Wow. So. Ty, I think you should um, maybe put on a long sleeve and then mm-hmm. venture out to the city. Hopefully, there's an Aesop uh, boutique somewhere in Plato Carmen where you can pick up some post-sun uh, regenerative uh, gel. 
Oh, shit, dude. I actually, I've been stashing po- the post-sun routine samples all <laughs> spring preparing for this trip. I had so many samples because every time I'd put an order in, I would just acquire more. And then I left them all in Vancouver. So I have no post-sun routine here. Oh, I just no. have my stupid 30 SPF salt and stone sunscreen, which is, which is obviously not enough here for 32-degree mm, weather. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I personally am not a fan. Of, like, how do you how do you like it? Because I'm personally not a fan of the salt and stone variety when it comes to sunscreen. I find it makes my skin look purple. Yes, it does purple <laughs> up my screen. It makes me look like a bit like an olive. But I do honestly, I'm interested in it for the packaging. It looks good on my beach towel next to my book. Feels good yeah, to hold true. in my hand. It feels better that's to hold true. on my hand than to be applied to my hand. If that makes sense. Oh, I 100% agree. And it's nice in travel size also. It's a nice little bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's travel size. The viscosity is a little too wet. It like squirts out more like a like a sweet onion, but I'm looking more for like a mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Like a little bit thicker. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm personally a fan of like the wetter ones. Like I like the Kiehl's uh, sunscreen because I can just like squirt it onto my stomach and just sure. push it around, you know? Oh, you, like you apply directly to the affected area. You don't uh, use the hand as an intermediate area between bottle and butt. Yeah, no way, dude. I, I like to do a nice little, like, hot dog squiggle on my arm and then rub it in. <laughs> it's a very sandwich artist move, actually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when I ask for a light mayo, I just want to, like, do it, like, once in there, like, bare and back, you know? That's what I do with my yeah, about you just uh, a bit splotchy but you get through there yeah exactly so by which uh when you place order online at asop.ca um Mm -hmm. what uh what sample option do you hit to get the post sun lotion because i like to acquire some myself yeah it's uh it's a seasonal option so in usually in the spring there's an option for uh, uh warmer weather routines and that gets you like some eye serum, a little bit of a face wash, maybe a lotion okay. of some sort. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, and then I, I, then I stopped doing that in the fall. In, in, in October, you, you switch to their, their winter routine for dry, drier mm-hmm. weather, a few samples to get you through that, mm-hmm. more hydrated. Okay. Good to know. I'm actually mm-hmm. planning, of, planning on walking with Bay over to the new Aesop Kitsilano location. Uh, mm. Pick up a little little birthday gift. So, um, yeah, I'll probably just uh, see if they have it in stock there. Cool, cool. One, yeah. that's a really long walk from Chinatown. Two, uh, that location is really nice. I actually think all I, I I went to a few ASAP locations in Los Angeles uh, last week, and I wasn't really impressed with the interior design. I think Vancouver's ASAPs do a better job. I do like to visit every location mm-hmm. I see because. I like to like see how they did the interiors. Yeah. Same with Subway, you know? It's like, oh, how did they do the Subway here? And then you walk in, you're like, oh, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, oh, disappointed yet again. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's really funny. That's like, yeah. it is It is like really fascinating, but for different reasons. Like, ASOP, they put so much care and detail into every little decision and the story behind like all of the materials being used and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the indoor flowing out to the outdoor space or whatever. Um, the materiality like of the walls, the light, all of that shit. Exactly. And then mm. you know, walk in a subway and it's the same brick wallpaper 
and you're wondering like do they print it from the same file like it, do they have do they <laughs> share it like a, a media kit or something where it's like yeah, yeah. all the all the furniture is like you can 3d print it from there or something like like what does that look like what is that what is <laughs> yeah. the what's the architecture like care package when you know you open up a little branch of your own yeah i'd be curious to uh open that media kit folder on my macbook <laughs> Um, I, I would also love to get to a point where I'm as much of a subway interior connoisseur as the a connoisseur of their food. I'd like to walk in, look at that full brick wall and say, oh, I see they used uh, the uh, brick wall underscore V9 final dot PNG for, mm-hmm. for this location. Very nice. Very nice choice. Yeah, great <laughs> choice. I see you got the 2017 edit for the drink machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Wow. They went with they went with the uh, they, uh, we got a vintage 2013 pathos hanging from the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I see that cobweb over there is from a 1987. Congrats on that. <laughs> uh, uh, both the cobweb and the olives at the bottom of this bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, me too, Eric. So I'm looking. For, I'm excited for you. I, I, as I was trying to say, the ASOPs in Vancouver, I think, are like world class in regards to interior design. So you'll, I think mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find that trip very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, and I'll be checking them out in Paris as well. But more to come on the itinerary on that later. Yeah, I think Freshcon Worldwide. We will no longer be recording from our po- local podcasting booth from here out. I think you, one or both of us will be abroad. Mm-hmm. Eric is we fully are, transitioning into a broad. <laughs> I knew it was going to go there. Um, that's right. I, I am uh, Mr. Worldwide, or should I say Mrs. Mm-hmm. Worldwide? Mrs. Worldwide. Yeah. Amazing. It, yeah. It is amazing, Eric. Life is amazing. <laughs> Life is truly incredible, Ty. And I wish I was just, I wish we were on vacation together. Why, have, why hasn't that happened yet? I don't know, man. I think. The CEO of Think Fresh needs to put us on a corp a corporate getaway. Mm-hmm. We gotta use this anchor money and you know combine that with some Amex points and hopefully get mm-hmm. one and a half seats on a Ryanair flight or something. Yeah, if I if you guys will shop my Grailed store and sell me out, I could probably <laughs> squeeze a few extra bucks. I had to put Grailed in vacation mode last Ooh. week. Never that was the first time I've ever done that. It's kind of That's funny. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool yeah. that like. Yeah. So you haven't made a single sale and then you're like guys no please nobody buy anything for this week like, yeah. we, weren't, we weren't going to <laughs> fuck you I think I got some good shit on there but uh, yeah you're right it is kind of funny I think it's like all about like um, the same logic as a supreme drop right you know limited access uh, mm-hmm. builds hype you know mm-hmm. it's like when you exactly. see only three cucumbers left in the bucket Boy, do you want those cucumbers bad? <laughs> yeah, I learned my lesson from that. <laughs> and don't do it. That's all I have to don't say. Do it. Just don't do yeah. it. It's not worth it. Subway is the exception to the rule around supply and demand. <laughs> and Mexican resorts. And Mexican resorts. Yeah, there's no supply chain issues here. I don't know what everyone's talking about. They have like unlimited bottled water, unlimited Snickers bars. Mm-hmm. It's literally they endless got this- supply. They li- they still have the vintage Snickers with the dick vein, so thank you. <laughs> Snickers hasn't updated their uh, fulfillment systems down here yet. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. 
All right, King. I think I'm going to go hit the pool, have a pina colada, and focus on sunburning my front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure you lay on your back this time around, Ty, and uh, mm-hmm. toast the other side. Yeah, I will. Uh, just like your salami sandwich getting double toasted, I'm going in for a second round. Yeah, dude. Nice. Um, enjoy your day. Uh, apologies to the Breddies for this being a day late and for mm-hmm. skipping on Tuesday. But you know what? I think uh, I think our, we found our secret sauce. You know, as long as Ty gets a little bit sunburnt and has to, and has to retreat to his. Uh, you know, sweet at the at the Ritz, then uh, then we can you know deliver on our podcast promise to the breadhead. Yeah, it's true. I always lose in a man versus nature situation, so <laughs> we all do that. It's not your fault. Okay, I'm a victim okay, of the system. Right. All right. Okay. All right, thanks, well, fresh breadheads. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram and uh, make sure to sh- throw us a heart on Spotify. Ty and Eric, think fresh podcast. You know what's up. Uh, next week, Charlemagne the God will be on, so <laughs> make sure to tune in for that. And mm-hmm. uh, have a great week. That's right. Adios. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>